Welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Shraddha Patel and learning about her experience as an interior designer in India. Welcome. Thank you, Chelsea, Welcome. for having me. Absolutely. So, Shraddha had come to us. Um, you found our ad, right? But did you know about the store before you saw that I was hiring? Uh, no, actually. But you just saw the ad yeah, for a designer. I just saw the ad saying you're hiring interior designers. And I already own a business, but I thought I should go over here to make, you know, like learn even more because uh-huh. uh, I felt like I, I lack somewhere. Um, that's the reason I just found this and I thought I should give it a try. Yeah. And the moment I step in this uh, store, showroom actually. Yeah, showroom. <laughs> I get in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, and showroom. And I, was, I just felt in love. I just felt like giving up everything and just join this team. <laughs> Everybody was so fabulous. You, of course. Wow. Others. Yeah. Like, I was like very thrilled to. It's important to, yeah. to create that environment. Right. But that's so when we sat down for the interview, and I just love that you have a glow about you. And um, oh. it was, you felt so relaxed. You're the first person at, a, at an interview that you actually sort of sat back on the sofa and you relaxed. And um, it was just, it was so natural. You were so just great with people. And again, that's what we look for, right? Because as a designer, yep. it's all about the people. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. So you have your design degree. Yeah. Um. In India, and I last time on our last podcast, I was I I misinformed you and said you were from Mumbai, but it's actually where was the school that you went to, and where are you from? I actually born and brought up in Nasik. Uh huh. Nasik is in Maharashtra near Mumbai. Okay. So whenever it's like somebody, a suburb. <laughs> yeah, it's you can call it now. It's city, but that time it was suburb. Uh-huh. And I uh, did interior designing, advanced diploma. Uh-huh. Uh, for three years, and then I had to quit that college for some uh, personal reasons, and then I started um, uh, another another college, which is one year. Co- it was a one year one year course, one year? and it was a business training center where I took interior designing as my specialization. Wow! So when you say that you did a um, the first school, it was a three year. So how does that equate to in the United States? We have you know a two year or a four year college, and you can get a design. You can get an associate's degree in design or you can get a bachelor's degree in design. How does that equate with the course that you were in? Is um, it more of a technical course, like training in a, in a yeah, field? It's, it's not of, – Yeah, more of practical things and you can – Smart. Yeah, we need to do more of that it's here. It's equivalent to associate uh, degree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, sometimes we focus too much on the big picture of college yeah. and just getting a degree. Yeah. But we should be focusing on – training people in a career they want true, to do. True, true. I mean, that just seems logical, but <laughs> <laughs> what part of the world is logical these days? Right. Um, so you did the three years and then you finish with business. I mean, even just going to a business school. I When people ask me if they should go to design school, and again, I love, I do love that I have a degree, mainly just because it was the first thing in life that I actually finished that was like yeah, accomplishment it was that's it's hard tough. yeah it's tough yeah too. um so school again here yeah here in the united states when you go to design school they don't always teach you practical applications that you're going to use yeah. and and when people ask me about going design to design school again i i, I love that i 
finished college because it was the first thing I finished, but I realized how little I had learned once I got out into the world. And I wish I had taken more business classes. True. There were so many parts of design that that you need to know how business works. Actually. So going to a business school and studying design, I mean that that to me was brilliant right there smart because again practical application right right yeah they teach you how to sell your design actually Uh, and interior designing schools teach you how to design yeah the business training center teach you how to sell your design yeah that's see that's fantastic yeah we didn't learn any of that i mean we learned we gave presentations um we'd have the big color texture pattern board and you know walk through but they never critiqued how yeah how, how to sell actually to sell yeah. or apply actually that knowledge like yeah. yeah i mean they used to teach but it's a different type of what when you step out of the college it's a yeah. different world every client is not the same they have some personal issues they have some mental issues yeah and the, the no college can teach that yeah you yeah. have to you have to you know get in there and get do into it. it into it and yep Learn. So when you finished school, did you do um, an internship or, you know, they do that? Yeah. Uh, so for three months, I did my professional practice. That is, that is what we call. And uh-huh. we went, I went to Ahmedabad and I worked with ideas. Um, I don't remember the name really because it's long. <laughs> <laughs> You're and too young to be forgetting. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Um, yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. but you did it for three months? Yeah, I, I practiced over there for three months. Then I again came back to the school, uh, college and started doing the um, further studies. Then after after graduating, I I started um, working with different architects, uh-huh. mostly architects. I don't really uh, remember I have worked with an interior designer, but I have worked with architects uh-huh. who also do interior designing projects. Sure. Yeah. So I I I just did uh courses in small firms so I can get more exposure. Yeah. Like smart. I can, I get to do everything, not just like designing or just yeah. that like that. So I I always look for a firm which is not a big company or some Yeah, where you can actually yeah. learn. Right. When when yeah. there's a big company or firm, then there are people and they are like, you know, given a task, yes. like they just do that. 97. Yes. So I didn't want it to do that. So I just started working as a. <laughs> That's smart though. Right. My school actually, um, they were really specific about our internships. Ours, I think it was six months long. Mm-hmm. No, it might have been short. It might have been like four months, like a quarter of school. Right. But they were not paid. Sometimes uh-huh. you get, you know, a paid internship or for the three months, I'm assuming they paid you like you were working. Right. Ours, they didn't want us to get paid because exactly what you said. They knew that if we went to work for a company that would want to put you to work doing mostly their menial tasks, which was usually organizing the sample room, organizing the tiles and the fabrics. And just because they're paying you, they needed to get the money back. But if, if they could place us and they also they also chose our internships for us which was interesting uh-huh. so they looked at our personality at our grades at our style and they chose the company and put us in the right place so we would learn the most right. mm-hmm. and uh, it really allowed us sort of freedom you know I, I could I, they put me in a residential which I was very offended by 
No. Okay. Uh, you know, because in design school, and let me know if, if in India it's the same way, and maybe it's because they just can't teach everything, like you said. It's hard to teach the people skills. True. So they teach you to go work for a firm. They mm-hmm. don't encourage you to be an independent designer. Right. They don't encourage you to work you know, off your kitchen table and they want you to go work someplace where you'll get that experience. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it was great that I I learned later that I love the residential. Like they knew me better than I did. And it also had antiques there. That Uh was their specialty. They would go to um, Europe and get containers of antiques and bring them back and refinish them and repurpose them. And, um, Kind of coincidental. That's where I ended up, mm-hmm. but uh, but it was great that experience because I could just tag along, right, and watch over shoulders, and you know, yes, I got a lot of tasking. tasking. Um, and back then, again, we didn't have th- that um, studio didn't have CAD. They didn't. Everything was hand drawn, okay. and so the designers, I think there were five or six. They'd go out. They'd measure the space. They'd meet with the client. Sometimes I got to go along. And then I go back to the showroom and they just dump off a bunch of measurements and I had to draw. Drafted. Half the yeah. time I'd never been to the space. So I'm going off their measurements and going, wait, wait, does it, wait, <laughs> this does not add up. <laughs> yeah, it happens. If you if you don't measure it yourself, this is going to happen. Yeah. You have to say, oh, no, no, I remember that little wall. Yeah, that was a problem. But it was a great experience. And yeah. to see, and they sort of worked more as independent designers and so when you started, when you went after interior design, did you expect to work for a big place or did you always want to have your own company? I always, like, um, whenever I talked to my principal and my professors, until then I had no idea what I'm going to do. But when I started intera- interacting with them more and they used to speak, they used to uh, tell me, like, whenever I, I want you people, whenever you graduate from this college, I want you to be on your own. Oh, so that's, see, the that's reason, great. Yeah. So that's the reason we, we are going to let you go for um, professional practicing. They don't, it doesn't need to be a paid job. Uh-huh. You can go anywhere specific. Uh, they, they, they told us, like, no, you don't have to be in the same city where the college is uh-huh. because, you know, it, it's kind of they are creating their own competitors and they won't tell you the, all the secrets, right? Interesting. Secrets. Yeah, so that's yeah, That's the reason yeah. we went to other states and we stayed over there and learned a lot. Yeah. There, like, a lot. And, yeah, so... <laughs> and then you had your independent design business there, yes. right, in India? No. Uh, in India, I just focused on, well, because I got married and I just wanted to focus on my living yes. one. So I just took a break. And then after, when I just started working, I felt like I, I'm so behind. I don't know all the softwares. And well, everything. yeah. But then I slowly started on, on my own, like YouTube the biggest teacher. Yeah, you can learn anything <laughs> from YouTube. So you learned yeah. Sketch. Which, which programs did you learn? I learned SketchUp. Uh, AutoCAD was in my college. Uh, uh-huh. 3D Max, I was doing side by side while learning. And it was tough. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, slowly I started developing my skill on my own. Then I started working. I told them honestly that I don't know this SketchUp and all like but slowly, you know, you work and you start um, getting to know, like, how how work uh, flows over there. And then yeah. I learned the softwares. And, yeah. So were you doing more interior architecture or or the design, or like the furniture, the soft coverings, the window treatments, both? You can say interior architecture. 
I used to mostly in India it's a little different from here uh-huh. because you have already the furniture is already there and you have certain uh, standards of uh, building codes and everything that's the reason you have to be the the, the room has to be the size or whatever huh. but in India it's not it's a big challenge when you've got a very cramped space and it's build it's build, the houses are built from bricks and mortar yeah. so there are beams and columns and there are many architectural challenges while designing sure so we used to mostly focus on that like how we can just make this space open how can we change the, the layout and everything yeah. like the uh, kitchen plat- uh, kitchen counter and all everything and then comes the furniture. Like I said, it's different in India and here. In India, it's like uh, when you are cust- uh, mostly it's custom made. Like uh-huh. you you draw the uh, you draw it to the scale and then give it to the carpenter or upholstery guy, and then they uh, you know custom make everything. Wow. Right. But uh, the 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 good thing about it about this is you get the perfect size. And no matter how challenging the space is, you can still design it. And uh, most important thing I observe from uh, these two uh, countries is the material. Whatever the material is, the carpenter's labor is 30%, 40%. Right. It's less than what the material is. But here, when I came over here and I thought to do customization, I figure out the labor is way too high like three times four times or whatever yes so this is the biggest difference um, challenge i i faced here like okay so how can i get that so since i joined this company like first in maine i was just selecting furniture pieces from all around the uh, stores yeah yeah and i just gave up the idea of customization and selecting a pattern or you know so i just okay i'm gonna do the layout I'm yeah. going to take you to the stores. <laughs> I'm going to select the piece for you. I never, I just gave up a uh, customization idea. Yeah. I, I thought, okay, this is never happening. <laughs> well, even here with Norwalk and the other companies that we use that do, right. that do custom upholstery, it, it, it they are more expensive, yeah. but it is because you're getting choices and it's right. made one at a time and yeah. it's made, they can't mass produce it. Right. And this is the, when I came for an interview, I, I figured out, okay, this is all custom made and this is what I was looking for. And this is what I gave up actually. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I don't think I can ever get to customize or design my furniture. Yeah. But now I have the confidence, okay, I can come to First and Main. I can yes. bring the design the clients in. I can tell them that, okay, this is your, this is the fabric I chose for your curtains. Exactly. This is the fabric for your sofa. Yeah, there is, it's kind of in the middle, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not complete customization and it's yeah. not just big box it's, store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to customize each and everything, but the sofas are the main, uh, what we can yeah. say, bigger pieces. So biggest pieces, if we can customize them, we can just design around and pick whatever and make yeah. uh, whatever accessories we have. See, it would be great. I, and Karen, one of our other designers who um, had learned to design custom furniture and then went to Saudi Arabia, she designed the furniture and she went and found oh. craftsmen and mm-hmm. had them build it. And that's, yeah, that is a foreign idea to uh, us here. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to make the most money, every penny. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so what what did you think was the first, like the, the hardest client? Like it was the first time you actually were working with someone in India. Um, did in you India? have like some some tricky clients that you ever have? 
Um, no, actually, because we uh, always had a backing of our bosses who used yeah. to actually talk to the clients and do everything. Gotcha. And I used to I used to interact with them, but most of the times I used to just explain the design and everything, uh-huh. then make notes what they'd like, what they didn't like, what from uh, option one, two, and three, what are they picking, and then club everything and make the f- option number four like that. Huh. Were they big projects? Like, did you work on residential, commercial? Yeah, I have worked on commercial as well and also uh-huh. residential. Big well. projects? I mean, who hires an interior designer? What's the typical client in India compared to here? Um, it could be residential too with big um, big companies, owner of the big companies. or I have, I have like actually done every sort of client, like yeah. from smaller houses to bigger houses also commercial spaces i have done mahabaleshwar uh, this is a uh, space uh-huh. place where um, uh, most of the hotels and everything are there so i just designed one of that like helped the architect design yeah. that it was fun and like you said it's mostly hand drafted and everything yes i did that See, you have to learn those skills yeah you have what to what happens when the internet goes out right. we, at least we can you learn how to do it you have to with first sketch and put some ideas to present to the architect. Then the architect checks and, okay, we can do this, we cannot do that. Uh, if this is the style, this is not going to go with this. So Interesting. once this is done, then I used to go to AutoCAD software, so like AutoCAD and all, and then do the do final Do the detail. Work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited when Shradas started that. I was like, oh, she can do drawings. <laughs> she can do my SketchUp drawings because I do not want to learn a new program at my old age. No, I'm glad that I know how to hand draw things. Um, what's another big surprise you've seen? And again, we, you know, we have people that listen and um, that study with me from around the world. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell them that people ask all the time, you know, is the course that you teach, will it work here? Will it work here? And I always say yes, because people are the same. Right. And like you said, designing is, and I loved, and at your interview as well, you said, you know, you've got to get to know people. It's about, and everyone's different and you have to understand that and you have to, you know, that's a big part of our job. Yeah. Um, I, I loved that when you said that, because it's exactly <laughs> right. But have you seen any, any other big differences? Here? Uh-huh. Um, like I said, the labor is high. Yeah. That's the only ch- uh, challenge for me to, you know, convince the client, okay, if you pl- uh, if you pay this much amount, you're going to get this forever. Yeah. So this is the biggest challenge here that I had to convince them. While in, while in India, I can get e- easily the labor is lower than the materials. So it was easy yeah. for me. We never had this issue to tell them that, okay, the labor is this and that. Huh. It was like, okay, this is a furniture piece and it's going to cost you this. But here I, I think... People know more, <laughs> yeah, and they need all the breakup and every, uh, breakdown and everything. So can't they just be happy with their beautiful home? Yeah. Can't they just be happy with the work we put into but, it? But I like that too because see, this is what we are, we were taught. Not the not the same. Not all the clients will be same. Yeah. So there there are people they just give me a card say the I have a thirty five balance and you can go and shop around and just tell me before you spend. <laughs> That's nice. Those are the so, ideal so I clients. used to get paid for shopping, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it's a big, it's a nice um, career. That's I fun, have, so like, yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, spend so, other people's but money. Yeah, there are spend people they money. just 
care about each and every penny and yeah. they don't trust you sometimes and they feel like okay are you trying to get some money from here like directly asks me and that was very bad for me like it was a big shock because i tried to always you know yeah uh, always try to fit everything in the budget but their demands are more oh sure we have to tell them time to time that see if you increase this this, this items you have to pay extra yeah this is I, only i hear designers all yeah all the time will say but they wanted it i did this design are you in budget well no it's over budget but but the client wanted it did you explain to them <laughs> that a leather sofa is a lot more expensive than a fabric sofa? Yeah. You have to tell them right. that you're going to spend more money. <laughs> is, is that okay? True. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's hard. That's a big part of it is getting people to trust you. Yeah. Because they are trust always worried. And sometimes people don't listen to us. <laughs> like they don't have that much time, but they want everything quick and uh -huh. excellent finish. But they need to listen to us. We uh -huh. are ready. We are explaining everything. Let's see. If you want a leather sofa, this is how much it's going to cost. Yep. If you want a while on that. Welp yes. on that. Sorry. This is how it's Yeah. What did you call it? Not a welt? What did you call it? Uh, sorry. It was a mistake. No, it's okay. But what it, is it different? Uh, we call it piping usually. Piping. Yeah. 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 We've always called it welt cord. And I think it's, um, I always say that uh, piping is in clothing. I've heard it in yes, and yes. yeah, well yeah. cord on furniture. But um but I'm fascinated with the different again how our our industry it's one of the few that you can take anywhere right. in the world. And and I always I knew that I wanted to be a housewife. I knew I wanted to be a mom. <laughs> and so I knew interior design was something that I could do out of my house. Yes. That I could take with me wherever I moved. Yep. And it was something I could start and stop. Because other than the software it doesn't really change. People are the same. Yeah. Beautiful design is the same. You know, you keep an eye on what's trendy. Yep. But at the core of it, we're just creating beautiful homes for people. So mm. you could do it anywhere. 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 Yeah. yeah. People True. are the same. So are the same. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think that's, uh, it is, it's one of those careers that's kind of unified that, that it connects us. And yet designers don't connect very often. Yeah. Which is weird, like you said, like going to do you know, your internship in another place because they don't want to build too many you know, competitors Competitor. in their own market. There's so much business. Right. But yeah, this is how like, you know, sometimes maybe it's not the true story, but this is what my professors and other they thought. Well, like, if you go to is, other, yeah. uh, other country or state or anywhere, you'll learn more better and all the trade secrets. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, so now, how long have you been in the States? Um, around six years now. Six yeah. years. I was uh, I was in Vancouver, BC, Canada oh. for two years. Um, I was just enjoying. Vancouver's beautiful. Vancouver's gorgeous. The transition. And then I moved here. And after two years, I just started working on my own. Yeah. yeah. How, was it hard to start your business? <sighs> yeah, no. Because... Um, I started applying for jobs and I hardly get any call from anybody. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I thought, okay, I have gained enough experience. Uh -huh. I should start my own. Like this was my dream when I was in India. So I thought enough of uh, doing job and let's focus on our own business. Yeah. So I just start, I just found an ad on Facebook again. Uh, the lady was looking for somebody who who can pay help her paint the cabinets because her pay, uh, oh, cabinets yeah. were like 
looking very dated and she wanted to put it on uh, the house on the sale. So I just went over there. I explained her I'm an interior designer, but I want to paint these cabinets and I know how to paint. And you will be very happy with the re end result. So I started painting. I did it in like one week. Um, uh -huh. I gave her five to six days, but it took me seven days. But that's fine. Cabinets are hard. Right. And, yeah. you know, after like when, when you, you're done painting and everything, you need to check if they are really dry or not. Mm -hmm. You have to put the, uh, the hinges, hinges, all hinges it. it's a lot of work. and hardware, all, everything. So, yeah, I was just doing that. Uh -huh. And one realtor just walked in and uh, she started talking to the owner and the owner introduced to like um, the realtor and she said, oh yeah, I was about to ask about her. Like once we were done, I was going to her and ask her like, how did you start? Because it's a, I, I was literally on the <laughs> kitchen counter and doing things. So <laughs> like, okay. And I was not even dressed properly and present yeah, looking. But, but still, she felt like I should talk to her. Then I told her about, I'm, I'm an interior designer. Don't judge me on this. I, I love this job. Like whatever yeah. I do, I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I can do even more than this. Then she said, have you, uh, have you given the thought of staging houses? Because we are thinking about staging this house. If you can help us a little bit. So for the test, she said, what will you do with the living room? So uh -huh. I just did a little sprucing up and move furniture here and there according to the... I said, this is the patio room. You should not put the patio door and you should not put the... Uh, the chair should not be in the way. Uh -huh. It has to be a little bit, you know, angled and all. So I did everything. I also interchanged the paintings, like took this painting put uh -huh. over there. And that lady was very impressed with me. And she said, okay, yes, you're hired. You can do the bedrooms and everything. Then at that time, honestly, I was very new to staging. I didn't know uh -huh. what exactly staging is. Yeah. As soon as she said, okay, you can come tomorrow or next day or whenever you're ready. And you can stage the entire house because we need more inventories to, you know, decor, decorate. So I I went home. I quickly do the research. Like what exactly? <laughs> I swear. Like um, I mean, yeah. I have heard this in the college, but I never had a hands-on practice over there. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah, in India, it's a new concept. Like yeah, there even are here, model houses. There it, are ho model houses. Model houses, but yeah. that's different. You don't. But that's different. Yeah. Not yeah. the homeowners or the realtors. I had the interior designer or stager. Yeah. This was a new concept for me. So I did some research. Okay, this is what. I took the pictures while uh, coming to my house and uh, I just studied what needs to be done. So I brought everything. What It was my new house, so I already had something brought yeah. and they oh, were yeah. all packed. So I just took that over there and... That's what I did when I stage houses. Oh, I go through my whole house, pull <laughs> accessories and pillows and bedding. Yeah, and I didn't even have that much money to invest. I do. Yeah. Yeah, so we just purchased a house, so we were like... Oh, sure. Yeah, so everything we had, we just poured into that house. So whatever I had, I just decorated the house and it went well. And since then, I get business. Yeah, Yes. See, and I try to tell people that, you know, this podcast is supposed to be for people just starting out in the design business and creating their own business and teaching them different avenues and different. And when they, you know, I used to get calls all the time, like, you know, how do I market? How do I market myself? And I said, you just start telling people. Right. You just tell people you're a designer. And I love that you took a painting because I would do that. Yes. Certain places I would move. Remember Corpus Christi, Texas. It's a tiny little town. 
And people aren't, interior design isn't on their radar. They're not thinking about it. But if you can get your foot in the door with anything and then just start telling people, well, I'm a designer. And then you show off a little of what you can do. And that's exactly how you can get started, especially if you're new. This is a great way. But you need to learn first. So you're not going in there and ruining someone's house. Right. But you can now, right? Because you can watch YouTube and you can learn anything. On YouTube. Yeah. Oh, I think that's fantastic. And basically, uh, the most important thing I forgot to tell about that project, Uh about the painting cabinets, her budget was really low. She's on the uh, uh, Facebook, she she just posted, I don't want to pay an arm and leg for that. So (laughs) I said, I just quickly told her, like, how much is your budget? She said, not more than 500. I don't want to spend more than 1,000. Thousand is the top budget. Yeah. And, and yeah, the kitchen was very tiny. It wasn't that yeah. big. And I understand the professional will uh, charge them this much, but she didn't have that much budget. And every interior designer should, you know, fit everything. Uh, not everything, but try to fit maximum they can give in the budget. So I said, okay. Anyways, I have to start somewhere. So I yeah. just said, yes, you just provide me the material. I, I, I gave the list. Her husband purchased everything, gave it to me. I did it. I earned $500. First. Nice. <laughs> that was a big amount for me, like, to begin with. Well, yeah. And I that's, was happy. That's something I teach, too, is it's as long as you feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a professional painter would charge more. Right. But they have years and years of experience and their own tool, you know. If you feel good about it, then who cares? Who cares? Yeah. You know, make sure you're not being undervalued, but you were looking for a, play, a way to get your foot in the door. You're w- looking for a way just to get out there, put yourself out into that design world right. and start working. And so 500 was great. Yeah. You know, do they charge you more for the staging? Um, yeah. I mean, they, pay they, you more. Yeah, paid me for more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It was, it, yeah, that was actually, I forgot to tell. Yeah, I got another thousand, twelve, twelve hundred something for just for staging. She had all the bigger pieces. Uh-huh. All I had to do was just decorating, put, put the new bedding, fresh pillows. That's it. Yeah. See, I love that. It isn't that hard. I mean, design, I think people get scared. They get overwhelmed. They get intimidated. Um but I, you know, I'll tell people if you if you can help someone pick out a coffee table yeah. and you're doing someone a service, they need help. They can't pick that out, and you can charge them a little. And that's wonderful. It's a starting, yeah, yeah, it's a starting place. Starting. You just have to get out there and start. True. Don't True. be afraid. Don't hold back. You just got to get out there. If this is what you want to do, if you love interior design, if you want to be a designer, you just have to start somewhere. Just True. get out there and start. Get out there and start. Yeah, you don't have to be, you You don't have to show the degree or any. Exactly. Nobody asked me for the degree. No one asks me either. Right. When yeah. time challenged me, okay, if you don't do this extra thing, I'm not going to, pay. she was not paying for that. So she, she just challenged me. If you don't do this, I'm not going to tell people that you did this. I yeah. really want to uh, share this experience. It, it was a bad experience. Yeah. But every designer should know and have this confidence. I just turned back and I said, my work speaks. Even if you don't spread the word, people are going to know that this is my work. Uh-huh. They're going to give me more business. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be this hostage. Is, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're part of our team. You do bring, um, it's a, it's a, I don't know, you have this joy about you and 
um, you're just happy and you love being a designer and you love being, you know, around the people and the materials and, and all of it. I mean, and, and all of us here have that. So it's, yeah. it's our love bubble. That's what my friend yeah, Jen I, I, um, always called it. <laughs> I'm mm. always excited to come here. You're lovely people. I love oh, you. you're fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad you joined our team. And we'll have her on more of our podcasts as she's growing and, and blossoming into a designer here. Yes. Um, and learning so much more. Uh, this this really is, I'm, it's kind of a little um, incubation group of people that are learning to be designers from all sure. different aspects, different backgrounds, yeah. different cultures, different experience levels. And to come together and just keep working together and we all get stronger. We all get better and smarter. Yeah. And we're going to be successful I'm, because of it. Yeah. And even I, if I have so much of experience, I have learned a lot over here. Like, I I just almost forgot how to pick a fabric for sofa, how to sell yeah. things, right? Yeah. But yeah, over here, it's a different scenario. And I think this is a missing piece uh, of my entire career uh-huh. that I found. And I'm so glad I joined <laughs> first Yay! in May. And also you're amazing. Oh, we love having you. <laughs> Thank you. I just, um, yeah, like to play more than I like to work sometimes. So we incorporate it into our business, into our day. But thank you so much. And you guys will hear more from us. Please make sure you like us and leave notes and comments and all that kind of good stuff. And happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.